Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA And today is Wednesday, October 28th And we are six days away from the election Welcome to Battleground Hey, we got the great Jim Dornan online again Again, I don't know what the hell happened to you last week, man But, uh, you know, you disappeared on us You went... You went dark. Um, I don't know if you were just scared to report on the numbers. Uh, you, know, you, you were too, you were too, too consumed on baseball. Something's going on, man. But uh, congratulations on your Dodgers, man. Welcome to Battleground. Uh, man, it is, uh, it's crazy. Six days away, and uh, it is all over the freaking map. It feels like 2016 all over again, huh? You know, uh, it does in a lot of ways. Um, obviously, there's some differences. Um, and the, the question is, will the president be able to overcome those differences? I, I, I bet against them last time. I'm not going to do that again this year. Are you sure? Um, I do think there are some factors that, that he should be concerned about. And you and I have discussed this a hundred times before on the suburban women, uh, college educated women. They're, they're still not back on board. They no. took a chance on him in 2016. And then as we all know, dumped him in 2018, um, uh, I also wish he would stay away a little bit away from this Hunter Biden thing. It's not going to change any minds. I think his closing statement is, look what a great job I did with the economy. Sure, COVID got in the way, but, you know, we can't blame that on anybody, which legitimately you can't blame it on him. Um, and we're coming back. And apparently we're supposed to get a huge number tomorrow. Yeah, man, uh, like 30-something percent yeah, 30, GDP growth. Yeah, yeah 32% is what I'm hearing as well. So uh, that's... That would be a huge, huge arrow in the quiver that he needs. Um, and and you know, I, I again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go against him. Yeah, you look at his, you look at his, you look at his, uh, at his rallies, and and he's starting to hone in on that, right? He's talking about the Trump boom versus the uh, the the Biden I, lockdown, you know, yeah. and um, and so. Breaking down the numbers, let's quit fucking around here, right? I mean, this is, you know, six days away. This is serious. We saw some numbers that are crazy, crazy, man. And I was bullish as shit very early, um, you know, before the pandemic. I started to cool down a little bit on those numbers, on that bullishness. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm really bullish right now. I saw some numbers out of Pennsylvania um, where, oh, man, I mean, you, you got to see this. Um, where is this? Um <laughs> Well, Pennsylvania is going to be the key. I think that the winner loss goes directly through Pennsylvania. I, I do think that Wisconsin probably is a lost cause right now. Yeah. I think Florida and Ohio, Florida and Ohio are, are in Trump's column. Arizona still has me a little bit concerned, but I, I think he can, he can lose either Arizona or Michigan if he gets Pennsylvania, but he can't lose both if, we, if he loses Wisconsin. So, so we, look at, we look at Pennsylvania right now. And uh, and Trump has gone up in Pennsylvania, and he's uh, he's boosted by the younger workers, and eighteen point nine percent of the black vote. Well, and that's that's phenomenal. And I'm telling you that that the the Biden statement on energy last week was a huge boneheaded mistake. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they understand, or maybe they do. Um, their their polling must show it that it's going to kill him in Pennsylvania. And I tell you what, if Trump wins Pennsylvania, it's done. It's, it's done. Be, well, for the most because because he, he he all he has to do is win Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, or Michigan. He can lose two of those three and still win. Correct. Uh, you know, I just saw Karl Rove uh, actually walk through that in, entire map and leaving everything as is, not even playing. You know that he could pick up, uh, you know, Arizona or Nevada or anything else. Right. Uh, just leaving everything as is and just lo losing two out of the three, he's still <laughs> president. He's right. got to get those single uh, electoral vote yep. districts also. Um, Correct. Nebraska, too. He's going there. 
Yep. Uh, again, sounding like a broken record. You know why he's going there? Because yeah. Omaha suburban women are, are pissed. And that's and that's and that's and that's what I want to ask you right now because we've talked about these uh, suburban women for, for for several months all summer, right? And 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 all the way through today, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, I was really bullish on on the black vote. You know, I thought they were going to break fifteen to twenty percent for for Trump. We just saw some numbers out of Pennsylvania where it's eighteen point nine percent. It's right there. I had cooled down off of that with all the Black Lives Matter stuff, and I thought maybe maybe we'll get to ten to twelve. Uh, but you know, I, I feel really bullish right now on that. Uh, you look at a lot of social media, you you're starting to see a lot, a lot of black people come out publicly in support of Trump that they were hiding in the past. Hispanics, I'm very bullish that will break 40% with no problem. No problem. The amount of movement there is crazy. The amount of Hispanics openly on social media coming out for Trump and you, and you see a lot of people surprised and all of a sudden people jumping on the bandwagon. Um, it, it, it's pretty amazing. Uh, but can that offset, and I don't know this question, you do, you're the professor, can it offset the loss in the suburban? Uh, oof, that's a great question. Because uh, with those kind of numbers, he should be up fucking 20 points in the, in the, in the, in the polls, right? He, he should be. He should be. And if you, I mean, look at, I think it's going to come down to where, which state it, it is. I mean, suburban women, Philadelphia, they're lost. They're gone. But yeah. if we get some, if we get that higher number of black voters in, in Pennsylvania, I don't know if it offsets it. It certainly helps it. And then Trump dot, uh, drives up the numbers and you know what the T is in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So the T is uh, basically the entire state of Pennsylvania minus the Philadelphia and Pittsburgh markets. So if you look at the state, it Correct. looks like a big T in, right in yep. the middle of the state. Um, if he can drive up numbers, and it's going to be turnout. And, and, you know, I'm hearing all kinds of people say that uh, Trump's turnout operation is heads and shoulders above what it was in 2016. Yep. Yep. Um, they've registered a bunch of new voters. Yeah. First-time voters have a propensity to vote something like 97% of the time because they are first-time voters. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of things that Trump has going for him. Um, I think this uh, I think this barnstorming is is a great idea. It contrasts very nicely with with Biden. I mean, did you see Biden in the basement the other day? He was running against George W. Bush or something. Yeah, yeah, he's running against Bush. Yeah, that was pathetic, incoherent. And and I think his advisors, Biden's advisors, are all over the map because here they've got they see Trump. They weren't going to do anything yesterday or the day before yesterday. They see Trump in three different towns in Phil in Pennsylvania. And they ship him over to Chester, which, if you know the geography, is about 15 minutes from Wilmington, Delaware. So it wasn't like they were getting him out anywhere. They right. just stuck him in Pennsylvania. So And he's got um, no turnout, man. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there were more Trump protesters at his event than Biden supporters. I know. I know that. One of the things that was hilarious that Trump said, uh, which just really drew this caricature, uh, of Biden. He said, yep, he's, he's put a lid. He's, you know, they, they put a lid on Biden again. He goes, the problem is, you know, that the lid they're using is a lid to the garbage can. Cause that's, you know, that's where this guy's hiding. He's hiding in the garbage can, you know, <laughs> and, and, yeah, it, it was just absolutely comical because this guy's frail. He doesn't know who the hell he is. He doesn't know who he's running against. And, uh, you know, he, he said a bunch of times that he's running for Senate. Um, man, I, you know, I, I, you know, and I, and I've asked you this so many times, man, is will the American people elect a president that's hiding in a basement? Well, and then um, that's a good question. I, and I, I, like I said, I think his advisors would have been content to have him just stay down there. But, um, I mean, it, it's, there's gotta be something that's moving. That's getting him out. Even if it was a 15 minute drive to Chester PA, I will tell you this, Ivan, though. As much as this party is going to go through some serious hang wringing when Trump is gone, either in November or four years from now, if the Democrats lose this presidential campaign, you are going to see an explosion of monumental proportions in that party because yeah. you're going to have, you know, Bernie, Bernie said, okay, Hillary beat me. I don't like it, but he beat me. Okay, I'm on board with Biden. I'm being a team player. The left is the far left is going to go. Uh, uh. We played nice the last two freaking elections, and you guys screwed up and lost. 
and now it's our turn. And you're going to have. So you think they become more radicalized? You don't oh think. Oh my God. You don't the, think they purge like we purge a Tea Party? You don't no. think that happens? Yeah, I, well, no, because I think that the. I hate to say this, but I think that the, the Democrats are too much of pussies to do yeah. that. I mean, well, they're I, also fucking crazy. Yeah, right. Well, I, I mean, you know, look, look at that. Look at that jackass we had, that freaking, uh, you know, I'm not a witch chick. Right. No, I, I mean, we, we threw her out in the freaking garbage can, too. I mean, you know, uh, what it is about Republican women running for Senate in Delaware, because the one running against Chris Coons right now, her name is Laura Witzke, I think she's absolutely stunningly beautiful, but is like over the edge right wing nut. These letters I get from her in the email are like, good God, man. This Chris Coons is not a communist. Right. You know? right. He may be a left winger, but he's yeah. not a communist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, you know, uh, look, man, I, I, I've talked to, um, it, it's amazing. Um, and I've said this a lot is that there is a huge, I think a huge, 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 unreported, hidden Trump vote. So, um, you know, I, I've, I've, had, I've had a lot of friends that are Democrats, that are moderate Democrats. I mean, the crazies are crazies. They hate Trump. And, you know, if you support Trump, you're, you're a racist too. Um, but moderates, the old blue dogs, you know, the few that, that, are, that are out there. Yep. Um, dude, they've told me I voted for Trump. They've already early voted. They've already sent, you know, mail-in ballots, whatever. And they voted for Trump. They said, you know what? It's not that I like him. I think he's an asshole but the policies are okay. The country's doing great. Um, and you know what, what I don't like is this whole black lives matter crap. I don't like this riots. I don't like this looting. I don't like what the liberals are doing to everybody that if you don't agree with them, they'll destroy you. They'll shame you. They yell at you. You know, I, you know, that, that's not who I am. And that's why, and, and it's funny because this woman, um, you know, told me this yesterday, actually said, you know what? I voted for, for Trump out of spite. Out of spite for what my what my party has become, I wonder how many people are like that. I know a lot of Hispanics are big time voting for Trump all over. Um, man, I'm, maybe I'm just too optimistic. I don't know. You know. Well, I, I mean, I, listen, we were we were saying at this time four years ago, there's no way Trump can be president. There's no way the polls don't show it. He's you know he's consistently under fifty percent. You know, yada 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 yada. And, and right now, uh, there have been some things changes. Trump has a record now of four years in the presidency. Biden isn't Hillary at all by any stretch of the imagination, but has just as many flaws, in my opinion. But, but there are a lot of other similarities between now and 2016 that, that I'm sure a lot of people just like us are hesitating on saying Trump can't win this. Because you would think, I mean, he was dead and gone like two, three, four weeks ago. I mean, you, you and I had a conversation and you were like, I can't believe how down you are on this. I'm like, I just, that's what I felt like. And today I'm, I'm just like one day or one minute I'll say, Hey, no way. And the next minute I'll say, well, you know, maybe, but he's got it. He's got it again. Uh, the and you know what? He kind of honed in on a second part of a closing argument that I really liked at the debate. Again, I think it was too late. And that's it. You know, I've done more in 47 months than you've done in 47 years. You're a creature of Washington. You're a swamp guy, blah, 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 blah. That should have been Trump's message all along. And then, and then along with the message as I'm going to get this, I'm going to get the economy back on track. I'm going to get the economy up and running, just like I did by cutting regulations, cutting. And, and you saw that, right? Cause that's a good, great observation. So he, he's been using that in his, in his, uh, at all his rallies for the last, you know, since the debate is, the reason I don't behave like a politician is because I'm not a politician. Right, right? Right. I'm an outsider. I mean, he is, he is trying to really sell that outsider message in the last 10 days. Is it enough time? Um, I don't know. You look at the map, he can win. You know, yep. he can win. All he has to do is hold on to one of the three states, you know, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and he's president, right? Obviously, he talked about Nebraska, et cetera. But, uh, but you know, he, he can win. Um, no question. You know, okay. it's almost as if he's showing a little bit of humility by saying, you know, I know there's certain things that you don't like about me. And, and you know, that's the first time I think in four years we've ever heard him say anything yeah. that's remotely humble, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and, and I, again, 
it's something I wish he had embraced earlier in this campaign because, I mean, we're a very forgiving country, yeah. you know, and if things are going well for us individually, I'm like, you know what, all right, I'm willing to overlook the fact that he can be a buffoon at times, which yeah. he can be. Yeah. Um, and, and, but his policies are, 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 are good for me. They're good for my family, you know, and that I, you know, he's, He's learned on the job. I was a little surprised that the Manchester Union leader came out so harsh against him, um, but they were basically, I would say, mimicking what every suburban housewife says. You, you haven't grown into the office. You're still bullying people. You're still calling people's names. We don't like that. So now on the flip side, and I know I'm all over the map on this, but you, know, you, got, you talk about Pennsylvania, you notice that the stuff up in Seattle and Portland had stopped for a while, which... Yep lends credence to this conspiracy theory that those right. people are being paid by the law. Well, they are being paid. Are yeah, being paid. No, I know. I know they are. Yep. So this was a situation, though, where I don't think they had any control over it. I do think this was a... a, a organic. A, you thought yeah, it was real. A flash mob or whatever you want to call yep. it. Um, because, I mean, but the guy was carrying a freaking knife. I mean... Well, he, what are you yeah. supposed to do? I mean, yeah. you know... A knife and cop. I mean, you know, there, there's, there's this, uh, you know, I, I retweeted a tweet last night, you know, from a black cop and he goes, you know, I'm black and I'm a cop and I don't give a shit what color you are. You come at me with a knife. I'm going to fucking put, I'm going to shoot a couple yeah. rounds in you and not just one, you know, I'm going to put you down. I'm going to put you down, you know, and, and, and that's reality. And, you know, and then, then you have these riots here in DC again. Right. So, you know, my brother's called me today and he's like, shit, they're boarding everything up. I'm getting all my shit out of my office and, you know, uh, probably won't be back to like a week after the election to see what happens, you know, and, um, and, and, and it's crazy, you know, they, they, they can control some of this AstroTurf stuff, but you know, the, there's, I mean, that video of that guy with a dolly rolling off with a washer. Oh, I know. I know. Just ridiculous. I don't think anybody really signs up for that. I don't think soccer moms like that crap. Well, um, and that's exactly what my point was going to be, is that that may bring some of them back in suburban Philly. Yep. You know, so uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is, once again, this is like, it's 2020, man. You don't, you don't, you don't think there's, there's this wave election? You don't I think did, that there I could did. be this massive turnout of, you know, Republicans or people for Trump? You don't I see no, this massive I, it, Trump turnout. No, I think it's going to be incredibly close again. Um, I think that, uh, as I said before, Florida and Ohio are Trumps. I think North Carolina, he squeaks by in. Yep. Um, South I Carolina, think, Jim, South Carolina. People I, I are concerned think, about Lindsey Graham. Yeah, yeah, every, every two seconds, he's asking for money, and uh, he seems really concerned. What's going on over there? Uh, I think he didn't take this guy seriously, yep. you know? Um, you know, even though blacks are the majority of the voters in the Democratic primary, they're not obviously in the state. And, you know, Lindsey's been winning with 60 plus percent the last yeah. two or three times. So I just think he didn't take it seriously enough. I didn't I don't think he thought people were noticing the embrace of Trump the way he did, because he did go from, you know, lukewarm to him to to, you know, all up in. And then I think that the quote um, having to do with the Supreme Court justice was a was a mistake. He never should have said it in the first place. It did come back to bite him in the ass. And, um, and apparently that this uh, Jamie, whatever his last name is, is Harrison, is supposed to be a very, very good candidate. So, you know, you threw all those factors in, but I think ultimately it helps uh, Lindsay to have Trump at the top of the ticket because that'll turn out Republican voters. That's what I was going to say, because there's no way South Carolina does not go Trump. Correct. Correct. And that's going to that's gonna drag him with him. Right. That's going to pull. That's going to pull Graham with, with, with Trump. I, I believe that. And I also believe that we get the first congressional district back down there, too. That's the Charleston, uh, former Mark, Mark Sanford district. Wow. Um, I think that we've got a reasonable candidate down there. There was a backlash against Trump in 2018. You know, he basically, you know, kicked kicked Sanford out of the primary with a with a woman and she wound up losing the seat because she was hardcore Trump and right uh, so those Charleston suburban women were not voting for Trump so um and that guy that guy that's the number one target in the NRCC in the country um and I just think that guy's in some serious hey so you don't think you don't think that there is a big hidden Trump vote you don't see that 
Well, you know what? I, I no, I don't see it now. And Why? I will tell you, 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 that you were starting to talk about a Wall Street Journal piece, and I cut you off. So well, that's okay. It came out this morning, and it 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 basically said that that there's not a hidden Trump vote. Um, there may be in some states, and it may be the states that Trump needs. You know, those those uh, those blue collar um, areas in in the um, Midwest. But um, I mean, I I think that I mean I I, I think that Trump people are less um, embarrassed by Trump because they, because the, the alternative is Biden, you know? And so I don't see any hardcore Biden people out there or a hidden Biden vote or, or any kind of, any kind of enthusiasm for Biden. And I think that that's probably, if Trump winds up winning, the enthusiasm gap is going to probably be the reason. But you don't see a hidden vote. I, I, I do, man, because... Uh, you may be right with Blacks and Hispanics. I, I don't know. I mean, I've been right. in a bubble here. In, in yeah, you're a white guys. guy, man. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're an Irish white guy. Come on. You know? What, what do you, what no, do you get know, what me, do you know about minorities? You're, you know, you're the problem with the party. You know, these old white guys, man, trying to, you know, tell us what to think and what to do. It's like the Democrats, you know? <laughs> hey, no, but seriously, uh, no, no, I get that. I get that. Um, you know, but, you know, talking to, um, you know, fellow Hispanics, you know, around the country, really, uh, people in Nevada, people in Arizona, people, you know, even California, New Jersey, New York, uh, Florida specifically, right, and, and around here, too, um, the amount of people that have switched from Hillary Clinton in 16 to Trump in 2020 is, is amazing, is, is crazy. And everybody that I talk to that, that they tell me about this, they tell me about so many people that they know. Uh, we were at a friend's house, uh, you know, take it, it's, you know, it's Maryland, so, uh, you know, it's not going to make a difference. Uh, but she's in real estate, and she predominantly, I think maybe 95% of her business is with the Hispanic community, just all right. Latinos, real estate, you know, all day long. Yep. And, um, and she was saying how... Uh, you know, you couldn't bring up Trump's name back in 16, right? Really? And you, yeah, because everybody hated Trump. Everybody thought, everybody thought he was a racist and whatnot. And, uh, and, and, you know, even she didn't vote for Trump in 16 and her husband didn't. Um, but now they're both voting for Trump and how they're saying how so many Latinos, uh, the majority of the Latinos that they deal with are for Trump. Wow. Okay. And, uh, and I see that everywhere, man. I see that everywhere. So it's, uh, so, it, you know, I got to go back to, you know, I, I was saying, you know, 35 to 40%, you know, uh, of the Hispanic vote we should be able to do, you know, I really felt bullish that we'll break 40, uh, back probably, I can't remember a few months ago, Gonzalo Bark, a friend of mine, he's the host for, uh, Foro Latinoamericano at, uh, Voice of America. So, He's got about 65 million viewers. This guy's a stud, right? Yep. Um, and, you know, he's a former Univision, BBC guy, et cetera, NBC. Um, he was saying that it wouldn't surprise him if the Hispanic vote broke 50, 55%. And I said, no way. There's no way. That, 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 that would be historic. I don't see it going that high. I'm not seeing that. Um, but that he was like, unbelievable. But he was like, watch. Watch it and see there's this huge buzz going and unless you're talking to the people and they can come to you in private um that's where you're seeing the, the conversations what does he attribute that to um the policies the policies you know the um the the you know the economy has been you know before covid you know one of the best lowest unemployment numbers in the history for hispanics yep. you know wage growth went up for the first time in you know over a decade and you know, the most benefited were the Hispanics, Yeah. you know, with, with wage growth. So, you know, they're sitting there going, Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, and, and that's the number one issue for all Hispanics is jobs in the economy. Yeah. No question. You know, so that that's look, you know, my mechanic, which I tell the story a lot, you know, we've known this, these this big mechanic shop, uh, uh, in Rockville, Maryland, <clears throat> you know, my, my, my dad used to take the cars there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We, known these guys since the 80s and everybody over there was you know big time anti-trump every single one all of them all of them huh. and you know throughout the years throughout the last four years 
you know, they've, they've been starting to really open up. Uh, last year, you saw a big conversion going, you know what? Shit's going well. You know, things are going great. Business is doing excellent. We're making more money. People, you know, are getting bigger jobs done to their car than before they would just put a Band-Aid. Now they're fixing stuff, you know. Um, you know, and, and everybody converted over to Trump except for one of the partners who has been anti-Trump forever. And, you know, and he finally came around and he said, you know what? Um, I still don't like him. I still think he's an asshole. I still think he's a racist. But uh, I'm not going to vote against my own interests. I'm going to vote for the son of a bitch. Wow. And, uh, and, and you know, and, and you see this conversion. Um, I, I just don't know, man, if it can break 50. I think that's a really high number. But you never know, right? Um, right. And, and you also got to realize, you know, like two-thirds of the Hispanic community in the U.S. is Mexican descent. And, you know, they have that big, you know, immigration is big for them as well, right? Because they have like... Well, and I'll tell you what, you know, let me, I mean, speaking of anecdotes, uh, a buddy of mine did a cross-country, you know, basically explore the, uh, explore the country in a Winnebago trip a, a few years ago, right as Trump was running. And they went to a, uh, they went to a, um, a rally in, in Tucson or Phoenix. And uh, whenever Trump said anything, you know, because it was such a big part of the 16 race, immigration and building the wall, right? Right. And so these guys stood up and clapped every time. Uh, and they were obviously Hispanic. Yeah. Um, my buddy says, you know, you guys are Hispanic. Why are you cheering for this? He goes, we're Mexicans, man. We came in here the legal way. We right. don't want people crawling across that border. So, yeah, so maybe it's not so far-fetched. Um, and, you know, he has been hitting hard with um, – well, I don't know how he's doing with Puerto Ricans based on his performance down there after uh, after Maria. But um, yeah, but the whole package that he's putting together for the future and bringing yeah, back pharmaceuticals, he, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's yeah, huge. That and also, you know, the Venezuelans have a huge population down in Miami yep. now, as yep. you well know. Cubans are still a force. Yep. Um, so, you know, maybe he maybe among certain sectors of the Hispanic community because they're definitely not monolithic. Right. Um, you know, maybe he does do particularly well. And, and it, it could, you know, it could prove to help him in places like Arizona where he needs the help. Yeah. And you know what? If you can flip uh, Miami-Dade, that would be crazy too, right? So, <laughs> yeah, <good God. laughs> you know, but uh, look, I, I, you know, I, I lived 20 years in Miami, as you know, and, uh, yep. and you know, a lot, a lot of my friends that, you know, are, are South Americans, you know, were, took a lot of offense to Trump in 16. Um you know, with build the wall and against illegals and all that crap. And, you know, yeah, they, they rapists, well, yeah. they took it, they took it personally. And I was like, what the hell do you care? I mean, you didn't come here illegally. You're here legally. Um, you know, illegal immigration, you know, sure. You got to have compassion for all these people trying to find a better, you know, situation for themselves or families, but we can't take the world's problems. We can't take everybody's problems, you right. know? And, and when you start bringing in illegal immigration, who, who is it going to affect the most? Right. They're going to take it. They're going to take the low wage jobs. They're going to take, you know, unskilled worker jobs. And those are going to affect, you know, either Hispanics, blacks, or, 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 or the youth, right? Young kids. Yep. I remember my son, you know, graduated high school there throughout high school. He couldn't get a job. He could not get a job anywhere because there are all these illegal people taking jobs that, you know, teenagers normally would take. Right. Right, right, right. You know, right. and they were older. They were adults. They're adults. They're like, you know, 20s, 30s, you know, even 40s taking these, you know, retail jobs and, you know, whatever jobs that nobody in their life would take, right? I mean, that's a type right. of job that you have when you're in high school. Yeah, you're, no, no, you're exactly right. You know, and all these kids, you know, they're like, shit, you know, dad, I need, you know, <laughs> I need an allowance, man. I can't get a job. No. You know, and, 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 that, and that's reality, man. So, you know, there's a lot of people that get that, but, but there's been a huge conversion, you know, cause people used to send me, you know, messages on WhatsApp, on text message or whatever, you know, making fun of Trump, you know, throughout the campaign in 16 and then the first couple of years. And then that stopped. And now all you get is MAGA stuff. Yep. All you get is MAGA stuff, pro-Trump stuff, anti-socialism stuff. And the South Americans get it. That, that's where I think the, the big conversion is going to be because South Americans, you know, have lived through socialism, have seen their countries destroyed, and they see the same language, the same patterns, the same behaviors happening here. 
that destroyed their countries down there. Of course. I mean, know. every time AOC opens her damn mouth, that's all she's espousing is government run everything. Yep. You know, and they've seen it in up close and personal and what yeah. a disaster it is. Yeah. So I think that, you know, so then again, you know, I, I, I go back to the same, to the same question. Right. And, and hate, hate to put you on the spot, but you know, that's my job here, bro. <laughs> is, uh, you know, can, what, what amount of Hispanics and blacks are needed to offset the uh, suburban, suburban women? I think Romney got something around 40% or maybe it was 35%. I think it's going to have to be 45% to offset those, those other voters. Uh, they're angry. I mean, they really are. Um, the Democrats do have a good turnout operation. Um, I mean, you can tell just by the amount of fundraising they've been able to do. I mean, Biden's average uh, donation is $44, you know? And I mean, that's grassroots, like nobody's business. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm assuming the Trump operation has, has a good uh, turnout operation among the minority communities, let's hope so. Um, I mean, it's the way he's gonna <clears throat> keep Arizona. It's the way he would be able to keep Michigan. Uh, again, I think that Detroit's long, I mean, I think that Wisconsin's long gone, but, um, and it's how we can keep Pennsylvania too. There's a, there's a very, very influential Hispanic community uh, in the state of Pennsylvania, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And um, if, if Trump taps into it correctly, then, then that's going to be the difference in the election, in my opinion. So, how, so, so he won the woman vote in 2016. Yep, barely. Right, barely, but he won it, right? Yep. So, how, how much is he losing it by this time? Uh, oof. so he won it by four in 2016. Um, I've is he, seen is he down, is he down by like 12? Is he down by 20? Is he I've down? seen as high as 18. Yeesh. That's pretty significant. That's Oof. underwater. That's yeah, that's underwater. bad. It is. It that's is bad. Uh, wow. Question is, so, so do the riots in Philadelphia? to the potential for the economy going through the roof again, do those offset bullying, name calling, other things that uh, the COVID handling uh, perceived or not, it's out there. Um, do those, what, what offsets what there? And in, uh, I mean, my daughter lives in suburban Philadelphia. She's hardcore Trump. I mean, that's not going to change. She's, she's like, listen, I, I like his style. He's not a politician. Right. Um, right. And, 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 you know, I mean, she's about as suburban Philadelphia housewife as you get, you know, not, she's not even a housewife. She works two jobs. Right. 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 Suburban woman. Right. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. I mean, 18% is huge. I, I think that's, uh, that, that's, that's, that, that could be lethal. Um, but you know, it is narrowing in, in some of these battleground states, and that's a good thing. But you know, 20% black, 40% Hispanic does that, does that, does that change? Yeah, I, I think it helps, obviously. Um, that's probably why the polls are, are the way they are. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna tighten up significantly. And it's, it's not, I was fearing a blowout a couple weeks ago. Um, but Biden has not run a good campaign. No. Um, I'm surprised his people are, are have misjudged this as much as they have. Um, was but, there just too much overconfidence on that side? I, I, I believe so. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Cause this guy has not campaigned. I mean, his rallies are a joke. Yeah. Um, his, his events are just embarrassing. Um, just aren't even really good. I mean, he tries to come across, you know, like, like he's full of vim and vigor, but man, I just, I mean, all I do is see his frail old guy who can barely get a sentence out. Right. And he's confused, you know, yeah. but, um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I, I want to say that I'm very optimistic that I'm very optimistic. I think, uh, I, I think Trump is going to win. Um, I don't think he's going to lose. I think there's some challenges there, but there's also a lot of great, great opportunity for him, especially with minorities and really to change the party, you know, from, from just, you know, old white guys to, actually having some great diversity, you know, for a change. And hopefully we can bring in more women. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, you know, if we, if we can bring 40%, you know, of Hispanics, 20 plus percent of blacks, 
I think it's a, it's a move in, a, in, a, in the right direction for our party. I see that as very, very positive things. Um, all we have to do is hold on to one of those three. Yep, that's it. And I think Pennsylvania is the key. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Pennsylvania is going to be the key. They couldn't, they couldn't pull it through last time. I think these riots are not going to help. What concerns me is this. 67 million people have voted. Yeah, that's the number of votes Trump got last time. Yeah, yeah, he got 66 million, right? Yep. Um, that, that's, man, I mean, you know, for, for, for lack of a better expression, that's fucked up. Well, this, uh, this, is, this, is, this, this is how I look at it, Ivan. So that can either be people that were going to vote anyway and were already predisposed against Trump because we've seen the number, the Democrats are, except for in Florida, the Democrats are, are, are pulling ballots and, and turning them in at almost a two to one rate to Republicans. Yeah. Republicans also don't vote by mail. They right. vote in person. Yeah. So, you know, that could be people who are going to vote anyway. I don't know how many extra voters are on top of that. Nobody does. You don't think there's uh, you don't think there's any of that uh, nonsense, any of that uh, ma mail in fraud. Nah, I mean, I think there are going to be cases and there are going to be outrageous cases I don't know if it's going to turn the election. Um, and, and, you know, Trump, well, given this is what his strategy is or was, um, to his credit, has put a question mark in a bunch of people's minds. But I don't know if that's really healthy for, for our democracy. You know, I mean, listen, we're, we're, it's flawed. We don't have the most perfect system, but it's a hell of a lot better than anyone, any other system out yeah, there. Sure. So, um, and are there bad people who want to cheat? Yeah, absolutely. Are there are on both sides. So, um, you know, I, I just think we got to, you know, try to keep it as clean as possibly we possibly can. Um, both sides should keep an eye on the other. And, um, but we ought to have faith in our democracy and the faith that, that, you know, the, the good guys outweigh the bad guys. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, you know, the problem is that, uh, you know, there, there, there's always history. It's always been a known fact that Democrats cheat. Oh, you yeah. Know, they, they have dead people, illegals, whoever, anybody that can show up. I mean, their ballots their ballots sent out to a freaking dog in Virginia. I mean, come yeah, on. Nine, I mean, listen, what they did in 2018 in California, those five House seats. Yeah, uh, you know, but, but I mean, Newsom doesn't care. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a charlatan, just like yeah. – just like de Blasio and the, yep. and the and Cuomo and the other scumbags on the left. Yep. Um, but, uh, but I mean, it is what it is, you know? And I mean, listen, we should not have had a severe majority in Pennsylvania like we've had, and we had it because of gerrymandering. Um, and it's why we wound up losing, you know, three or four seats in the 2018 elections because we were cheating. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, it, again, I, I just think, I think ultimately it's, it's going to come down to, who's got the best job at turning out their votes. Yes, it comes down to the same thing. It comes down every freaking year, no matter what, COVID or not COVID. It's GOTV, man. Who's got it, right? Whoever has the most votes wins. Yeah, you know, who, who, can, can, you, can you drum up the people and get them out to the polls, right? Exactly um, right. Exactly right. And, you know, you know, give credit where it's due. Reince Priebus had, had a great operation. I mean, the party – Yep, had a great get-out-to-vote strategy, and they executed it fantastic. Because uh, obviously, that was not Trump campaign. You know, um, right. that, that that was the party. That was Rance Priebus. Yep. I mean, that yep. was him. Um, you know, is is your girl uh, Ronna McDaniel going to be able to do the same thing? Um, I don't know. Uh, you tell but, us. Well, she she inherited a pretty good operation. So, um, you know, and, and one thing, let me. Let me, yeah, so short answer is, yeah, I think she can do it. But let's put something to rest right now. The Republicans are not taking back control of the House. That is not going to happen. We will pick up, well, we'll I, you know what? I think it's actually going to be a wash. We'll pick up a handful of the Trump seats that we lost in 2018, and we'll lose a couple of seats um, that, because we've had you know bad members who aren't paying any attention to their finances and are, you know, just uh they're you know we've just we've got some lazy just, yeah just bad campaigns yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. so but uh we got a shot at holding the senate you know i still i think corey has gone i think mcsally's gone um so it ends up being a 51 49 right I, I think at the end it would that would be best case scenario you know um we've got a shot at michigan we've got a shot in minnesota right now i mean ultimately i think that's going to depend on how well trump does in those two states but um 
you know, and then you got Susan Collins. Um, and also Danes is in real trouble now in Montana. And it, it's directly due to Trump because uh, they promised a beef, a major beef deal with the Montana uh, uh, cattlemen. Yes. Yep. And uh, it's never come through. I mean, that was supposed <laughs> to be. Well, that was the, the China deal that they were going to buy all this beef and then COVID hit and et cetera. Right. Yep. 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 So, um, uh, Bullock has taken a lot of that out on, on Danes and, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see Montana's a pretty conservative place and, yep. you know, Trump, Trump won by 20 last time. So we'll see. So, you know, any chance, any chance whatsoever, I mean, I say this in jest that, that, that we don't pick up that, uh, seat in Alabama. We, there's no chance we lose it. There's Impossible. No Impossible, right? Even with the New York Times banging on Tuberville, which they did, you know, a few weeks ago. So, um, I mean, I, uh, Tuberville, he's not a great candidate. You know, he's not. But he picked the right time to be in the right place. So, he's got good people around him. And, uh, you know, he's, he was up by 12. I think I saw as high as 17. That, that, that's, why, that's why I was a little concerned. And I, was, and I said it in jest because I think that's probably, his, that's probably the floor, right? Uh, yeah, we, I but, mean, you know, but, but I think, you know, Trump won Alabama by like 60-something percent, right? He picked so up 60-something percent or something. It's high. It's very high. You know, so, you know, that, that would have to have a drag on him too, right? That would yeah, pull him. I don't think Trump has a drag in Alabama. It would be – I mean, I think Trump probably helps Tuberville's numbers. I mean, he, he pulls them. He, right, he pulls them with him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got to pull on the ticket. Yep. Yeah, the Senate races, unfortunately, for some of these guys are national races. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Corey would prefer not, not to be having to deal with that in Colorado in a uh, you know, presidential year. But, um, I mean, it is what it is, and you got to go out there. And I mean – I don't know if you saw Corning started distancing himself from Trump a little bit. And yeah, Texas. All right, so talk to us about that. Talk to, talk to us about Texas because people are hearing all kinds of bullshit about Texas. Uh, you know, is it true? Is it bullshit? You know, uh, are, are, are the Democrats going to flip Texas or there's no freaking way in hell Texas is not going to freaking vote Democrat? It's, it's not. I, Texas isn't going to flip and either is freaking Georgia. It's, I there mean, I go. get it. It's presidential years. Their demographics have both changed. They're becoming more purple, but they're still red states. Yeah. Uh, and that's that it is what it is. I mean, maybe 10 years from now, maybe. But, um, you know, we've seen alignments, realignments in a bunch of states over the course of the last two decades. I mean, West Virginia was hardcore D, now it's hardcore R. Um, and that, that has a lot to do with Trump, but it has a lot to do with, with the way West Virginians think anyway. Oklahoma, back in 94, we went from a five Democrat, one Republican House uh, delegation to, and a two Democrat Senate delegation to completely flip. It's completely flipped. So, um, I mean, we've seen realignment in a lot of states. It's just that if we see it, then we need to realign in other states. And, and we need to start becoming more uh, competitive in states like Oregon, um, which is tough. I mean, it's tough given, you know, how liberal Portland is, but the rest of the state isn't Portland. So, uh, I think we need to be looking for opportunities. Obviously, they're not going to be doing that now. They're working on, you know, if Trump wins, it's going to be legacy for the next four years. But we've got to do some work behind the scenes, just like you said earlier, Ivan, on recruiting more and better diverse candidates. Yeah, no, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Hey, so, you know, that, that kind of takes us in, 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 a, in, a, in another direction here, which is um, – Talked a little bit about the Hunter Biden thing. I mean, that, that, that thing has been beaten to death, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I think, you know, it, it clearly shows that, you know, he is a very disturbed individual. Um, you know, deviant is all hell. Um, he's probably going to have some problems legally with, you know, some of the, uh, some of the, some of the girls in those pictures that, that look very, very underage. Uh, there's even rumors that, you know, one of the girls is, is, uh, you know, his dead brother's daughter um it's, it's just absolutely crazy there's just craziness all over the place but you know that, that's him he's a nightmare um but you know the stuff on tucker last night that uh that just goes to show that you know biden the guy who's you know running on character doesn't really have a lot of character right he's just another corrupt politician yeah. Um, you know, the media, and this is where I'm going, right? The media has refused to cover it. They've totally blocked it out. Social media, as you know, they're, 
you know, they have, you know, they're in hearings in the Senate right now. We saw some great exchange from Ted Cruz with, uh, with Jack Dorsey at Twitter. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a nightmare. The media is the not covering anything. They're totally playing cover and, and blocking for uh, blocking and tackling for the Biden campaign. They're a super PAC, right? And yep. social media is, is doing the same thing. And, you know, what's concerning about Jack Dorsey is that he says, well, you know, um, you know, we can unlock their account if they, if they delete those tweets. So he, he, they still don't want those, 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 uh, those stories out there. How is that possible, man? Well, I, you know, Twitter's credibility is in the toilet as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, these social media companies are as blatant now as the mainstream media is. Uh, and you know what? I, I, They've made enemies on both sides. They're going to lose their protections, whether they like it or not. Yeah, they're going to lose their Section 230. Yeah. Yep, they deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. You don't think any of that is going to play a role in, I, I in the election? I think it's too late. Um, I, I think that, I mean, there may be a little bit of backlash, but I, I think COVID is, is pretty much it. I mean, COVID and the economy. Is, well, that's what the Democrats are, right? They're COVID, COVID, COVID. Yeah, and Trump's economy, economy, economy. And I, right. that, that's going to be the bottom line. That's what it's going to come down to. And it's going to all matter in the Commonwealth of PA. That's where the election is, Pennsylvania. Yep. yep. And I think you're right, because I know the campaign's got, uh, you know, hundreds or thousands of lawyers in Pennsylvania, you know, uh, re ready to go, you know? Yep. Well, they should. That's where it's going to matter. And there's going to be a bunch of crazy stuff going on. I mean, had... Like, yeah, hey man, you know I've been down in Florida, man. I went through 2000, so I might I might end up in Pennsylvania myself, you know. <laughs> I'll meet uh, up there. <laughs> if you want to go, I'll give you a ride. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've already talked to the people and they're like, "Hey, you want to come up?" and uh and I said, "You know, Pennsylvania might be Florida this time around." Can you believe that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. would you believe that Pennsylvania is now what Florida was for the last three campaigns or four campaigns? I know. I know. Cuz it sounds like Florida is really starting to solidify back to the red column again. Right. Well, let's hope so. That'd be great. I mean, there's going to be a battle royale there in 2022 um, for the soul of the party uh, with Pat Toomey retiring and then the governor's uh, spot open as well. So um, I don't know who our candidates are going to be, but it's going to be crazy up there. So you don't think Twitter, Facebook, any of that is going to play a role? You don't think uh, they're running more interference than any kind of Russian, Chinese, or Iranian crap that's out there, huh? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think most of I think. Twitter is a DC, New York, LA phenomenon. I don't think it has much to do with mainstream voters. Uh, Facebook, maybe, maybe a lot more so. Yeah, it was, it was bizarre. You know, uh, one of my business partners was uh, at Johns Hopkins having an eye procedure done uh, before the debate. And uh, one of the nurses said, hey, are you going to watch a debate tonight? And he goes, yeah, can you believe all that Hunter Biden stuff? You know, I wonder if they're going to bring it up. And she was just like, what Hunter Biden stuff? Yep. Yeah. They had no idea. Like, yeah, totally if, they, clueless. If, if, they, if Trump got a hold of that stuff six months ago, then, then there yeah. would have been enough time to make it get out, right? Exactly. exactly. But there's just not enough time. There's just not enough time. And 67 million people already voted. Right. Hey, man, you know, next time we talk is going to be, uh, you know, a day after the election. Are we going to know or are we not going to know? I don't think we'll know. Damn you, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on. We may not know the Senate. We may know the presidency. We may not know the Senate. You think, well, you think we may know who the president is? Well, I, listen, I, I don't know who to believe on how screwed up Pennsylvania is as far as what they've got going on up there. There's a bunch of lawsuits still yep. out there, yep. including uh, the fact that they want, to they want to keep counting votes three days after uh, the election, election yep. day. Yep. So... Um, I think there'll probably be some kind of ruling, and maybe this is ACB's first uh, first major ruling yep. um, on the court as to whether they can do that or not. But uh, who knows? I mean, I again, my days of prognosticating. I was right in 2018. I was wrong in 2016. I'm gonna probably. All right. So hey, so here we go, man. You know, go go two for two or uh, two two out of three. What's your I, prediction, Jim Dornan? Uh, well, I think that Trump loses barely. Wow. Yeah. What about the Senate? Do we hold the Senate or no? Oh, God, I hope so. I mean, I see a path to it. It's just that I think that a lot of it's going to be determined on how well Trump does in some of these states. And if he keeps it close in Michigan, we got a shot there. Um, I think if he, if, we, if he wins North Carolina, then I think Tillis holds. 
Um, but again, I think Colorado's gone. Uh, I think that, uh, that Arizona's gone and, and we've got it. Susan Collins is in serious trouble. So we've got, we've got a lot of making up to do. And if we lose this, oof, man, oh man, it's going to be a brutal two years, my friend. Well, we better, uh, we better not lose. I personally think, uh, unlike you, Jim, I am very optimistic. I am mag all the way. And I don't mean to be a downer. You know, uh, you are Debbie Downer. I'm going to call you Eeyore from now on. You know, <laughs> hey, listen, you know, uh, we, we're, there's a big, big caravan. I don't know if you uh, heard That's about it. But, uh, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are going to join, man. Come join us riding my big uh, Ram Rebel 1500 with the Hemi. We got some monster flags that, that are attached to the back. And uh, we're going to be driving around the Beltway from 12 to 2, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you got to join us, brother. You got to join us. I'll see you there. All right, brother. And uh, I appreciate you like always. And uh, everybody else, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Jim, I'll talk to you next uh, Wednesday, man. Hopefully. All right, brother. Be good. All right. Take care, man. Well, we just heard a great uh, a great segment with the great Jim Dornan, the professor. This guy has been in every single major war out there, and he probably will be in the future as well. Um, I am a little bit more bullish than Jim. He is uh, obviously very, very cautious at this point because of all the numbers, all the, uh, all the polls, everything that's up in the air. Uh, but I see it. I feel it. I'm on the ground. I, I'm talking to people nationwide all day long. I think the, uh, the, the, the black vote is going to come close to 20 or maybe even exceed it. Um, the, 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 the Hispanic vote is definitely, definitely going to break 40 percent. Um, you know, like Jim said, you know, we're, we're losing the uh, suburban women vote. Uh, I, I have faith that on Election Day, a lot of that's coming back. And, uh, and like Carl Rose said, you know, all we have to do is win one of the three states, either Michigan, Wisconsin or Pennsylvania. I think a lot of the people uh, on both sides are are, uh, are uh, have set the flag on Pennsylvania as ground zero. Um, I believe that as well. But I think we're uh, we're going to surprise uh, quite a few people out there, and we're going to win more than Pennsylvania. We're probably going to win Michigan and Wisconsin. We might even pick them Nevada and Arizona. So hang in there, Trump guys, uh, Trump gals. Uh, make sure you get out and vote. Call your friends. Call your family. Offer rides. Make sure you get out there and vote. Uh, do not sit this one out. We cannot afford it. It is about saving our country, saving the quality of life that we have, or turning into Venezuela. That is plain fact. This is a well-organized ideological movement globally uh, that is well-coordinated and well-funded to take down anybody that's right of center. Right now, the target is Donald Trump. So, you know, Patriots, we got to get out there, man. We got to get out there. We got to fight. We got to make sure we make the calls, call your friends, call family, make sure, you know, we talk to people and get them out, get them out, get them out. And more importantly, make sure you get out and vote. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.